Strange word. Now I love you so much. And hey, Sam Eagleman. Baby, I just want you to know this shit. You hear me no matter what. Seem like every day you born, I'm like, wow. I love to see you smile, baby. Kill me when you cry. I wish I could hide you from the world, but I know I can't stop none of this pain you about to feel, cause I'm not God. Babe, I wish I could be better for you. Better for you, babe. I wish I could be better for you. Better for you, baby. One day I'll be better for you. Better for you, baby. One day I'll be better for you. Your mother had you all the birth and I skipped out, I was scared I was afraid to be a failure, pray my faith to prevail I came back, you had an attitude, you was young but you knew 90 days back in VR, then I decided I'm through I'm in the streets and I'm slipping, can't lay down on my children Went back to jail after your birthday, I went in on the Monday Did compliance with my agent, they detained me for nothing God must have saved me from something, maybe myself and my money I tamed some wealth and quit hustling, now I'm throwing it with music Fake to say I'm flying Smart by the way I'm raising my daughter. Hope you meet a man that's thoughtful. That remind you of your father. I take as much of your pain as I can whenever you call. Seem like every day you growing. I'm like, wow. I love to see you smile, baby. Kill me when you cry. I wish I could hide you from the world, but I know I can't stop none of this pain you about to feel. Cause I'm not God. Hey man, welcome back to the Fathers of Father's Diary. Hey man, I'm excited about this episode. I actually just finished recording. For the Legacy Podcast episode, and the reason why I decided to do it this way is because they tie in together. So, on the Legacy Podcast, I was talking about reflecting, me reflecting over my life and everything, things that I've been through, things that I want to accomplish, things I want to get to, how reflecting has played a part in my life. But, as you know, on Instagram, on the Father's Diary, I asked, what would you teach your child? And got a lot of different responses got a lot of different things um definitely you know i look at it as what is it that if you could teach your child one thing one lesson that they, you know for sure they're going to learn what would it be and my lesson even though we had a good a lot of good responses you know some people were talking about you know money management uh don't take don't waste your time. Uh, don't take anything for granted. And those were good. And I do understand, you know, the concept. And it's what amazes me is that people from different walks of life, this is the first thing that jumped out at you when that question was asked. And, you know, it's amazing because your life led you to that. Like, if there was one lesson you could teach your child, that would be that one lesson, which means... It stuck with you. There was something that happened in your life that made you want to teach that to your child. Mine, keep a long story short, is to just be true to yourself. Like, if I could tell my kid one thing, and it would be to be true to yourself. Um, And the reason why is because even though I can tell you things, your mom can tell you things, your uncles, grandmas... Anybody can tell you anything, but be true to yourself. If it doesn't sit right with you, be true to yourself. Everybody's going to have an opinion about what you do, but you do it for you. At the end of the day, you you know, me as your father or me as your uh, your mom, as your mother, they're going to tell you things based off of her life experiences and based off of mine. We're going to give you advice and we're going to tell you things that we've encountered. What you do with that knowledge is on you. 
But I want my child to understand that no matter what, you're going to be loved and taken care of. Whether you're gay, straight, bisexual, a criminal, you know, I prefer you not be a criminal. But as my child, I'm going to love you regardless. I say that to say I've been I've had a lot of friends that, you know, their parents didn't necessarily agree with them and made their life harder and made it, you know, had their own stipulations to how they raise their kids and that's why I always say what works for one parent may not work for the other but for my child I just want them to know the four walls that they come home to every night is unconditional love there's no conditions there's no terms and conditions there's no monthly fees bro I want to love you regardless of what because you are my child and I want to do the best thing that I can do but the lesson that I would teach you is always be true to yourself because you will never let you down if you know how to if you self-love self-care self-preservation you will always be true to yourself and no matter what happens as long as you are true to yourself like if you don't like something don't ever try to go along with something else that you don't agree with or you don't like just because everybody else doing it be a leader don't be a follower i will never raise any of my kids this one or the next one to be a follower because that is not the mentality that you should have you should be a leader and it's okay to follow in some situations but don't be a follower be a leader take charge be true to yourself if you don't like something don't be afraid to speak up it's not what you say it's how you say it i want my child to know that there's been times and there's going to be times where you feel that you should just do it because it makes it easier it's not always about choosing the easy road but the road that's less traveled, the harder road, those hard decisions, those hard things like, okay, yeah, I could go to a football game on Sunday and spend X, Y, and Z, but then I know I'm going to need that money later on in the week. It's about prioritizing. Be true to you. You know what you need better than anybody else. And I take that because I see a lot of people on Facebook, social media, Instagram, Twitter, you name it, and they're not being themselves. They're they're putting on to attack a certain audience. And, you know, people are like, well, aren't, isn't that what you do with podcasting? No. If you listen to the podcast, I appreciate it so much more, but I'm not deliberately putting on or dropping knowledge or saying things for more listeners. I'm just saying what I feel and how I feel about certain things. Now, I try to be transparent in my podcast as well. So I try to tell it like it is. I try not to step on any toes. I try to not make people feel offended because I can't say what offends you and what doesn't offend you. I can only apologize that what I said offended you. And I think that's what I want my kids to understand. Don't ever be offended for being you. Don't apologize for being you. There's plenty of times where I've had to in life apologize for being me, who I am. And I don't want my kids to do that. I want my kids to be able to put in the work on their own things. Like right now, I'm putting up with a lot at work just because I know, hey, I have a child on the way and I need to get everything together. Diapers, cribs, bottles, pacifiers. You know, I need to make sure baby mom's straight. I need to make sure everything is going good, you know. And so I'm taking up a lot of slack but 
on the flip side of that, I'm being true to myself because behind the scenes when I'm not at work, I'm grinding, I'm researching, I'm looking at how to produce a better podcast, how to become better. What what do I need to do? What do I need to expect as an upcoming father? It's the little things like that, you know, on and I consider that being true to myself. But it's a lot of times where we as parents or future parents or people in general, actually, where we just sit there and we don't appreciate the moment that we're in. And that's why I say the lesson, the one lesson I would teach is to be true to yourself. Like at the end of the day, you have to live for you. I've lived my life. Your mom's living her life. Your grandparents, brothers, uncles, nieces, nephew, cousin, Ray Ray pooking them down the street on the corner selling drugs. They have all lived their life, but now you have to live your life for what your dreams and your goals are going to be. Because I can want you to be a president, but you might not want to be the president. You know, you might want to be an astronaut or you could be anything that you want to be. But you have to be true to yourself because only you know what that one is. Like, I'm going to introduce you. My goal is to introduce you to a lot of things. Soccer, baseball, football, also spelling bees. I want you to be well-rounded. I want you to be a student athlete. Oh yeah, I played this, but I was also a scholar, you know. I want you to have I want you to be well-rounded. I want you to know your flaws, your weak points, and I want you to perfect those. You know, I don't want you to have to sit back a couple of years later and have so much to reflect on on why you need to change. But I want you to be able to reflect and be like, "Man, I've accomplished this, 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 and this." I want you to have a better life. And it's my job to work as hard as day in, day out whether that's one job or two jobs. It's my job to get that from you, get that out of you, and make sure that you meet my expectations or our expectations. But another lesson I would teach my kid, for lack of a better word, is that self-love is everything. But also to be patient, to be diligent. It's so many things that now I sit back and I think that I would want to teach my child. I don't think there's one lesson. I think I would spread them out equally. If I had one opportunity to teach my child anything, I would teach them multiple lessons equally. Because I may not be able to teach you everything. I, w- I And I understand that I will never be able to teach a little girl how to be a woman because I'm not a woman. On the v- other side, I know that a woman may never be able to fully teach a young boy how to be a man because they've never been a man and that's where those influences come at and I just want to be a strong influence for my child I don't necessarily think that there's anything wrong with the one with a mother teaching her boy what she thinks a man is but at the end of the day that's your opinion you've never been a man you can never tell a man how to be a man and vice versa and I think that's where the other lesson and the most important one to me comes in at is understanding. <laughs> understanding is half the battle. Like if you could just understand where someone is coming from, you don't necessarily have to agree with what they're saying, but I would want my child to understand that you can understand, you can empathize, you can see their point of view, whether you agree with it or not. Some people will say ignorant stuff. And I mean, you don't necessarily have to agree or understand that, but give the, the image of you understanding. I feel as though we get so caught up in our opinions and what's right and what's wrong that we don't necessarily understand. I want my child to understand that I'm not always going to be right. And if I am wrong, I will apologize. 
I think that is very important. So there's a lot of lessons that I would teach my kid. And I don't think that, you know, as an up-and-coming father, and this is my first child, I have a lot of different viewpoints and a lot of different understandings. And I learned as a person. Now I have to learn as a parent. And, you know, I'm always going to tell my my child, especially the first burn, I'm learning. I'm learning how to be a parent just like you're learning life so bear with me i'm not always going to be right i'm going to make mistakes i'm going to fall but never give up and understand that i understand that we're both learning and we're both going to learn different ways and i'm going to tell that to all my kids because understand that every kid is not going to be loved the same you love them all equally but you don't love them the same and i think that's where we come in and we have to develop that understanding as adults on what we teach our kids. I don't ever want my kids to feel like one is loved more than the other just because they're loved differently. So that plays a part in the understanding. And I think that borderline is the bottom foundation of anything that you could teach your kids is understanding. Hey, no, I don't agree with everything Trump says, but I understand he has, you know, his life and you that's how he sees it and that's how he thinks he can fix the problems. Cool. I don't necessarily agree with teachers. I don't agree. With, there's a lot of things that you're not going to agree with in life, but you have to understand them. And once you get an understanding of them, you see why it has to happen more or less. Like, I don't understand why you can't smoke weed, but then I understand that it's been outlawed for so long that people are made up in their mind that it's just bad and that you can't go out and do that thing but you can drink alcohol which alcohol kills more and is definitely more dangerous than smoking a j my personal opinion but we're not here to talk about that i think understanding is the basis and the root for half the problems that we as humans face because we lack understanding or we don't choose to understand is most of us are in our minds it's the highway or you know, it's my way or the highway. And I don't think that's fair, especially when raising a kid, because a kid doesn't understand what you're trying to teach them. But you have to sit them down and understand because I could wake up every day and beat my kids behind. Right. They don't know if they don't know why they're getting beat. How could they ever correct the behavior? Hey, you know, you didn't make your bed this morning. You didn't take out the trash, whatever. That's why you got beat. You had chores to do. You didn't do them. I woke up, saw they weren't done. Hey, boom, that's why you got beat. Now, they're going to wake up and be like, okay, boom, I got to do this, I got to do that, or I got to do it before I go to sleep. You have to teach as though you're talking to a two-year-old. No matter how old that kid is, you're going to have to break it down to where they're understanding, and that takes understanding your child. And that's what I pray about. I pray that I understand how to convey a message to my child. Um because I feel like that's a lesson that I wish I would have learned. Like there's lots of times I got whooped and I really didn't understand what I was getting whooped for. Especially after explaining my side. I mean, granted I was a kid and I cut up or whatever the issue may have been at the time that I was getting whooped for, but I don't necessarily understand. For example, uh, a teacher one day I was in high school in earth space science class and we were laughing and joking and he called me a monkey 
I went off. I was like, bro, did you just call me a monkey, bro? Like, you, there was no reason for that. So I told, I got in trouble, of course. But when I told my mom, like, he called me a monkey. My mom was like, well, if you weren't doing what you were doing, he didn't have to call you a monkey. I said, everybody else in the class was doing it. But he only singled me out and called me a monkey. You know, I got whooped. But at that point in time, I didn't understand why I got whooped for being disrespectful if he called me a monkey for something. And, you know, everybody's like, well, you shouldn't get it anyway. You were a bad kid, whatever, whatever, you know. And that's what I that's what I failed to realize. I was a bad kid. I was always getting in trouble or whatever, but I wasn't really bad. But it's like my parents had no sense of understanding because me as a kid, I'm like, well, everybody else is doing it and I'm only getting singled out. And I personally, and I tell my mom this now, I'll be like, I felt like that because teachers knew you would beat my ass. And at the end of the day, that's why they called. The other parents might not have been as hands-on as you, but they know they could get one. And that's one less headache they have to worry about. So it now it's like coming full circle. I want my child to understand that, hey, people aren't going to, view everything as you view them and that is okay your view on disrespect might might be the same as somebody else's view on disrespect but there are rules and guidelines that we must follow and that is i think basis bottom line i don't know how else to dress it up to you guys um and the reason why i think it's bottom line is because the more you understand the more you know the more you know the dangerous you are the dangerous you are the harder it is to replace you the harder it is to replace you the more effective and the more valuable you become. And that's leads to my other lesson. Cause see, I don't have just one. I have multiple become valuable, become irreplaceable because that once you become valuable and irreplaceable, the world opens up. Once you realize your worth and you can back it up, it becomes so much more easier to navigate through life. Like right now I'm at work. And I am the only black person at my job, but I started it two months ago and I am now a supervisor. I can tell my boss right now I don't like something and she will try her hardest to fix what I don't like. Why? Because I come in on my day off. I work long hours. I don't complain. She can give me a task and I can do it, which is why in two months I moved from a part time to a sales supervisor to a tech supervisor. So now I'm in charge of this whole department. And there's been people there longer than me that didn't get it. And for whatever reason, it's not my concern. But I've become valuable to her. I've become an asset to her. I've become lethal. Like, she can't afford to lose me right now at this time. And that is the message that I definitely want my kids to understand. Any job that I have been in outside of the military, I've been valuable. I've been an asset to them in one way or the other. Which is why when I was working at Foot Locker... <laughs> two months there she already told me you're going to be an assistant manager and I just had to wait on the time you know it's because of my work ethic you know I come here I come to do a job and I do it well and uh customer service is off the charts I've gotten several great reviews whatever whatever but hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard and that's what I want to instill into my kids because once you become valuable, you can't become lazy because once you become lazy, that young person behind you that's hungry, that has that innovation, that drive to do more will overlap you. 
So just because you get there doesn't mean you got to stop grinding. And I think that's a lesson that a lot of us need because a lot of us get complacent. We get content with life and where we're at and we forget to continue to grow because there are some fishes out there in the world and I wish I would have looked it up, but I didn't know this was the term I was going to use. So I apologize in advance. There are some fishes. I think they're goldfishes. If you put a goldfish in a small tank, it will only grow to the size of that tank. But if you move it to a bigger tank, the goldfish grows bigger. The goldfish grows, I believe, again, I don't know if I'm right, but for this, for the sake of argument, we're going to say goldfish. The bigger tank that you give a goldfish, the bigger it grows. So understand that's how you have to look at life. Just because you outgrew something and you're still in there and you feel like you can find that, just tell, that's time telling you need to move around. And... I want my kids to understand that you do not have to sit in one spot. Bro, I've met people in life that have never left the city of Jacksonville. And it amazes me. Out of everything in the world that there could be, you've never left the city. You're 40-something years old and have never left Jacksonville. That is a boring life to me. And I never want to subject my kids to that. But I want my kids to understand. See how that comes back? Understand know their value, know their worth, and never work hard. Because when I take them on these trips, and God knows I want to take them to Africa. That is like the biggest thing. I want to go see the pyramids. I want to go see the homeland. I want to go see where we came from. I want to go see the, I want to see it all. But without those four lessons right there that I just named, bro, my kids will never see that. But the only way they can learn that lesson is if I show them, right? If I teach it to them. So now that means I have to do my job 10 times over to teach them that lesson so they can get that lesson so they can learn hands on that oh daddy works long hours daddy's on podcasting daddy has the facebook groups going daddy's writing books because daddy is working to give us this life so he so we know what we have to do if we want to give this life to our kids and i think you have to look further down the line as a parent when you're teaching these lessons and that's why I'm so glad I ha was able to make this podcast because when you're teaching these lessons or when you're thinking about having kids or the lessons that you want to learn, you have to think about your grandkids as well. What lessons can you reside into your child that are worthwhile to that child to teach to your grandchildren? Because that's how you submit a legacy. Everybody's talking about breaking the generational curses, but that's how you do it. You have to make it worthwhile. Like I was telling my boss the other day, part-timers at my job only get paid $9 an hour. We do way too much work at our job for $9 an hour. I can guarantee you it is not worth $9 an hour. And everybody can have that argument. Oh, is this, is that. But we literally do too much for $9 an hour. And that's why my store has been switching out employees left and right. We can't keep employees. But you have to make it worthwhile. Like, I'm training this guy. His name is Trey. I'm training Trey to in tech. He didn't get hired for tech, but I like his work ethic. I like, you know, I like what I see in him, and he just needs a little guidance. So I told my boss, I said, hey, move him into my department. We'll go ahead and, you know, I'll get him ready, lined up, because I need help in my department as well. So I was like, hey, this would be a great addition to, you know, and it'll give me some time to train and learn, because I, the end game is I want to be a teacher. So why not work one-on-one -on -one with somebody, train them, teach them, you know, like a teacher. So you see how I'm methodical with my plans, of course, maybe not, but I brought him over to tech and teaching him and everything. And, you know, you become better. You, you become well-rounded. And I told him, I said, bro, look, I know $9 an hour is not what, <laughs> not 
enough for what we do. And he said, yeah, bro, it's really not. I said, yeah, I, trust me. Look, bro, I understand. But you're getting it. And, you know, life is coming. But you have to make it worth it. So you go find another job that pays you more with less work. But are you able to move up? Are you able to, like, is it room for growth and opportunity? Like, you know, I had to sit down and make them realize, yeah, it might not be worth it now, but it'll pay off, bro. Because I'm trying to hand you this job off. I'm trying to get, and I told them straight up like that. I'm trying to give you my job. Because I'm not trying to stay stagnant. Like, I'm not trying to stay with a company and just be in one spot. And I think, I said, so you got to know your value. Like me, I'm trained in two different departments. So even if I don't come in for my actual tech department, I could come in for copy and print, which is where I started. So it's like now I'm I'm lethal. I can do two things and basically three because I do I do my assistant manager's job. But now I'm valuable to her. So I get away with a little more. I can do a little more. I walk around like I own the place half the time because I'm valuable and I know what I'm doing and I do it well. So from hard work and understanding how things go, man, I was able to come in here and two months later have a job over same people that were here before me. And it just comes and you, you know, you got to take that as it is, but nothing in life comes easy, which is another lesson I would teach them. Anything in life worth having is worth working for. And you have to work. You have to work for it. Nothing in life will be handed to you. And my kids will know that. I will hand nothing to my kids. My kids will not get free handouts. They will not get none of that because I don't believe in it. I will help them out along the way. But as far as a free pass, you won't get those. Because nothing is handed to you. I don't want to be the crutch. Oh, well, my daddy this. My dad, bro, I don't, want, I don't want that. Because I know if you get out there in the real world, the real world ain't going to give two fucks about you. So it, it, it takes a lot. And, you know, me only being 26... I honestly wish the human body was, you know, able to have kids, women were able to have kids later on in life because I feel like until you were able to do a little bit, move around a little bit and understand a little bit and have different experiences, it's really going to be tough on you to raise a kid. Luckily me, I was in the military. I was always around adversity and diversity. So I feel like I'm a little better equipped than most to handle certain situations and life lessons that may come up in my child's life. And even at work, being in the military and being around adversity and diversity has helped me tremendously because I look at stuff and I see other people freaking out like, oh my God, this, this, and this. how could this, why are they acting like that? And I'm like, bro, look, it's just cool, bro. It could get worse. It could be a lot worse because I've seen a lot worse. So, I mean, it's really a lot of lessons you could teach a kid. I think the lessons that I just mentioned are the most important to me as a parent. And I'm pretty sure my baby mama has uh, a few lessons of hers that are important. But that's what makes it so great and so beautiful. I think the aspect of coming together to teach somebody and watch them grow and know it is amazing. It's a proud parent feeling like I just had one yesterday, as a matter of fact, at work with Trey. So... The store is big and, you know, it's a lot of different moving parts in the store. But he always forgets the scanner and we need the scanner to do a lot of the tasks in the store. It shows us 
product shows us how much is in if we're getting any in the price uh, if any other stores have them etc etc and he normally always forgets it at the front well after getting on to him and telling him hey the scanner hey the scanner hey the scanner he finally decided to put the scanner in his pocket we only have two by the way for the whole store but he finally decided to put the scanner in his pocket and when i asked him he's like yeah bro i just put it in my pocket now because that way i always have it and i'm like bro you're learning, you're adapting. You know, I was so proud because it was like, I wasn't getting tired of telling them because I know we move and we work in a fast paced environment and it's easy to forget. But it was like, hey, boom, he finally adapted. He was like, bro, I'm always forgetting it. I'm gonna just put it in my pocket. And that's the way he is. And that's the way you have to treat a child more or less. You have to drill it into them until they, for, hey, okay, now I'm not gonna forget. Or, and it's the lesson you teach is only as a, as important as you feel it is what i mean is if the scanner and for instance if the scanner wasn't that big of a deal and i didn't harp on it he would continue to do the same thing but because i harp on it and i make it feel as though it is important guess what it is now to him having that scanner to do tasks is important so that's why you have to be methodical you have to understand and you have to explain you can't tell them a lesson and not explain why that lesson may or may not be as important you get what i'm saying probably not i don't know <laughs> um i just feel like even as not a parent you have to do what you feel is the best for that situation and that comes from understanding the situation that comes from knowledge, experience, knowing the value of the situation, knowing the consequences and the worth of it, and basically just understanding that it's hard work. Like, I don't think there's any easy way to be a parent. I think there's a thousand ways to die. I think there's a thousand ways to parent. But what works for you best for you and your household is what you need to go with. Because it's a lot of things that I see other parents do that I'm like, I'm not going to do like y'all know COVID is around and because I work at retail, I see kids coming in with no mask on, mask flipped up. Like there was a lady in my store the other day with a newborn baby. Baby had no mask on, nothing. I understand that times are hard and you know it is tough and nobody really wants to put a mask on a baby, of course not. But I'm not gonna bring my baby out unprotected. I'm going to try not to. I'm going to try my hardest not to. Um, no, she wasn't. didn't look like a single mom because she had a wedding band on. And I believe her husband was in the store or some guy she was with. Could have been her side dude. It's not none of my business. She was with somebody that wasn't family or brother or sister because they were cuddled up, hugging and kissing each other and stuff like that. But, you know, I just look at it like one of them could have sat in the car while the other one went to go shop or whatever. I necessarily wouldn't have my baby out during COVID. Um, not a newborn anyway, but it's certain things that you'll see and you'll disagree with, but you understand them, you know, you, you go with it. Some people have this carefree lifestyle, others don't, but to my child, the most important message I can give to you is to be true to you, understanding, commitment, know your worth and value and work hard. Like those, I feel like those five things are in, in, 
by no way did I mention them in any particular order, but those five things I feel as though are the foundations to a successful life. And that's what I would teach my kid. That one lesson has multiple lessons. It's one book with multiple chapters. I don't think you could put one lesson above the other depending on how you phrase them and what's important to you. But it was nice to see the feedback that I received. It was nice to know that people out there do have some very valid lessons. And I actually learned a lesson or two from some of the comments, you know, especially money management, which I already knew. But they went in depth. It was like from 10th grade on they like they had a plan they already had a drawn out plan but guess what the thing is they had this drawn out plan and they're not expecting a kid they don't have a kid they're just embracing and i think that planning planning is important you may not be able to plan for everything but at least you're planning for something you know and i feel like that alone is a beautiful thing that alone signifies everything that alone is preparedness and when you're prepared it's hard to get unprepared it's hard to get shaken off little things you know but that is pretty much it man i know it was a lot i know it was probably rambling for most of the parts of it um but it's like it's so much that i could have said and so much i was trying to say and get out but i'm gonna cut it short here we'll probably pick it up on another episode because i want to have a parent probably somebody that already has a kid and I want to have this conversation again with what they think and how they assume and how they come about it because I'm stepping into parenthood they're already there and you know it's always good to get advice and knowledge from someone that's already been in your shoes so I definitely want to take that time to you know go out and explore those options because those are mine I want to hear what everybody else has and if you uh, if you have any, you can always swipe up and DM me on any one of my social medias. It doesn't even have to be a father's diary. You can mention me on the legacy podcast about the father's diary and we can talk there. I'm, you know, however you reach to get in contact and share your thoughts, your opinions, your concerns. If you have advice, if you need advice, I'm always open to it. Follow us on Instagram at AFD pod. Follow us, follow my other podcast, the legacy podcast on the legacy podcast on instagram the true legacy podcast um just get out get out there and remember what you remember your lessons and what you want to teach your kids because by far that is the most important thing that you could do and at the end of the day it it becomes you who you practice to be is who you become and i think that let alone is very 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 important um very important so practice what you preach preach what you practice and everything should fall into place i'm out join us next time